Hello, and welcome to episode 30, I think, of the Storybrooke podcast. Um, my name is Graham. I will be one of your hosts today, and today we will be talking about chapter 15 of The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. With me today, I also have... It's me, another host, Ailish! Yeah. And me, the other other host, Liv. <laughs> and that's it today. That's the... that's really cute. We should we should do all our introductions like that, actually. What, as us all the being other, hosts? The other other host. Dorian Gray other, High School host. host Club. Because I have noticed, Graham will be like, with me I have, and then we'll go, hi, I'm name. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just name. Yeah. It's nice to say hello. I don't know why we got into that habit, but we did. Yeah, it's for the merch opportunities when we go big. <laughs> oh, fair. Oh my god, Ailish, you're always thinking forward. I love this for you. Go- Ailish, you can She's do our girl merch, bossing. to be fair. Like, you can make us mm-hmm. little, little merch. That's very That'd fun. That'd be super cute. Yeah. I am two disclaimers yeah. from, from me, your your humble... Before you do this... Other, friend, other host. Can I clarify? Your other, other host. N- neither um, of the other two of us know what these are. <laughs> One, no idea. You- I don't know if my accent is stronger, but I'm back in the north, so if my accent sounds stronger, it's because that. Two, I read this chapter after being in the Netherlands and <laughs> on the car journey home, so my memory of it is a bit fuzzy because I engaged in completely legal activities while in the Netherlands <laughs> and then read this chapter. They are legal in the Netherlands. Well, if you didn't, oh, I love you. <laughs> I had a brownie, and then I read this chapter. Did that improve the chapter, do you think? I was just like, there are so many names. Yeah. And I was like, fully like trying to imagine like the ball and that, and all the people's faces. I hate to break it to you, but it was not a ball, <laughs> it was just a small dinner. So clearly the drawings oh, did improve crap. the chapter. <laughs> Liv, no, do you know Do you know why Liv was imagining a ball? Because we'd just come back from the, the Netherlands because we'd been to yeah. Efteling and one of the rides mm. has a big ball scene. So it's that really sounds fun, fun, actually. There is a guy in it that like I keep imagining as like, there's like a, that stuffy guy in this, you know, the really annoying one that Dorian spends like a full paragraph being like, I do not care for that man. That's um, who I imagined mm. him as. I have a, Very a disclaimer good. of my own. Um, my disclaimer is Uh-oh. actually two disclaimers too. Uh, so the first disclaimer is that Liv and I are currently drinking some quite strong margaritas, uh, <laughs> which may improve or <laughs> disimprove, unimprove, worsen our recording. Recording. Oh God, it's happening. The margarita <laughs> is working. As we go on. <laughs> I'm also on gin, so that's disclaimer mm. three. My second question. disclaimer is that I have a co-recorder who is a, a small cockapoo called Bertie, um, who is He's he is currently baby. he wants to be let out of this door. So I'm going to say, hang on, Bertie, come on the microphone. Hello. Oh God, he's he's headbutting me. I, you probably can't hear him. I will now open Aww, this door for Bertie. I don't know where he's going to go. He might come back. He's going to come in get. here with me. Give me Off a sec. to do a murder right, crime. So this is great, great Off audio content. We're going to see what happens. I'm going to open the door because then... You got him? Oh, oh, oh he's at the door. There's somebody at the door. Oh, he's at the door. There's someone at the door. Let me go let him in. He's scratching. Hello, Mr. Man. Okay, he's decided that he just wants to have a nap on the rug. Oh, or not. Ah, he wants to be well. in my face. Hi, Bubs. Do you want to say something? Speak into my mic. I think I heard a little snuffle. Okay, he okay, licked we'll my microphone. In. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> kisses. Kisses for the readers. 
Oh, he just wants. To, he's he's decided that he actually wants to lie on one of our pillows oh, and just have a nap. That's perfect. So we're all good. Oh, good yawn, baby. Good yawn. Very right. good. So I think that's all of our <laughs> housekeeping done. Is that Alice? Any further disclaimers you'd like to add whilst we're doing disclaimers? This, this extended bit. <laughs> Is anyone still listening after yeah. this? Welcome. Hi. Hi. Now we'll carry Hi. on with the actual podcast. So <laughs> the recap of this chapter, what happened? Anyone to take this? Possibly. Right. There's a party. Okay. There is a party. Yes. And Doran goes to it and Lord Henry's there and there's like a load of boring old men and he's talking to the old ladies and they all love him. Mm. And then they're like, Dorian, you should get married. I think this would be a good move for you. And Lord Henry has like does his stupid philosophy thing again. Yes. <laughs> where he's going on about how like men marry for love and women don't, or something like that. I can't remember. Um, uh, something like and that. And then and then something some... something stupid. It's yeah. Lord Henry. And then Lord Henry's like, "Oh, Dorian, what did you get up to the other night?" And Dorian's like, "Nothing. You're suspicious." Yeah. And then <laughs> Henry's like, "Well, I didn't actually care." He's just like, so I don't you know. actually care. <laughs> I don't care about you, but I was just making conversation. He's like, God damn it, Dorian. Some of us like to have small talk. And for those of you who <laughs> really aren't okay. caught up, um, this is the day after Dorian has done a murder and got rid of the body. He's melted this a guy. He, did get some, he got his ex-boyfriend to melt a guy. That was all yeah. the morning. Um, so and then he went to a dinner party. He did. He did go to a dinner party. And like a true dandy. He, was, he thought it was going to be boring. Henry was there, so it wasn't boring. And he's soon having some people to Not his nice country house. Yes. He's living his true best Hannah Montana life. He is. It's like, he's I've just, got the limo. Yeah, the double from... life. Whoa. Yeah, the double life. <laughs> <laughs> he has got every shoe, every colour, to be fair. <laughs> he does have every shoe, every colour. And every cape to match. Yeah. It's oh, like so Hannah cool. Montana with the wigs, except it's capes. Oh my god. It's Dorian turning, but when he turns around, he has actually aged like 50 years. Oh my god. And it's like him in the portrait. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by the Disney Channel. <laughs> Brought to you by the Disney Channel. The picture of Dorian Gray. They would have to censor it so heavily. Ooh, wow. So much would have to be cut for this be Disney Channelable. Very silly. We're gonna have to start doing, yeah. We're gonna start have to wow. doing podcast transitions where we're going. Wow, wow. Betty, sorry, ah. Betty's just growling at something. Oh no! Is it the concept of Lord Henry, Mister Sir? Yeah, he doesn't like Henry, which it's... I think is uh, understandable. I mean, he kind of is. Like, I love Betty. He was definitely a Victorian dandy in another. I life. think we've mentioned this before, and like... I agree. The more time I spend with him, yeah. the more <laughs> he has that sort of devil may care attitude where he really mm -hmm. is committed to doing his own thing no matter what yeah he is no matter what the consequences um, dear dear listeners if you have not seen bertie there is a picture of him now on our twitter feed um, at storybrook pod at storybrook prod you say prod mm -hmm. so check him out <laughs> look at him prod i, storybrook I, prod. I, I thought i said pod but I apparently we'll, I we'll find out in post so. um <laughs> uh, place your bets anyway I, there's so a high chance I was there's wrong. a dinner party there's some fun old ladies yes. dorian is suspicious yeah, and they all want to find Dorian a wife and with the fun line that they added in yeah, they where do. Dorian's like please don't add their please add their ages in when you make me a list and um the the woman whose name escapes <laughs> me she says um, of course I will but with their ages slightly edited which I found quite funny I thought that was quite fun and cute um 
Yeah, she's really, like really fun. She's really good. She's introduced as yeah. being quite like boring, but she's really not. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's cool. Let me see. Um, there's usually um... there's, there's like loads of oh, conversations. Just... Oh, uh, oh, also there's a little duchess that's absolutely devoted to Dorian, and he's like, "Yes, I'm going to go see her." And I'm like, "Dorian, you leave that nice lady alone." Yeah, Lady Narbra. Oh yeah, she's great. That's her we name. Love Lady Narbra. Lady Narbra fan. She's so fun. I do. She, I think she's so fun. She's like, ugh, if, if you guys don't stop really fancying this French lady, I'm going to get oh, married again so people I was about, about to bring me. her up. Madame de Ferrol, who I've written in my notes. Um, Madame de Ferrol. Madame de Ferrol, more like I Madame de Milf. Am I right? That's what I've written down. She's uh, also wow. very... She is a Milf and she's also feral. She has a sick burn in this book, Lisa. She does. She's like... She's like, they didn't have any hearts at all. I'm like, yeah... I do love, yeah, I do love her. She's like, I asked her whether, like Marguerite de Nevers, she had their hearts embalmed and hung at her girdle. She told me she didn't because none of them had any hearts at all. Four husbands, upon my word, that is trop de zele. Yeah, there's a lot of French trop de audace, I in this chapter, which I think I They're just saying, that, yeah, they're, they're just saying fashionable French at each other. I don't yeah. think either of them know what it actually means. They're like, oh, I too had a classical education. Ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apologies to our French listeners. Um. <laughs> Sorry. It's I just the say, instincts I... that me and Liv had to repeat back at you. I have passable conversational French. It's probably better than but mine. I did an AS in it. Oh my goodness. Mm. I haven't used my French <laughs> yeah. for years. I can... I can order various beverages, basically, and I can also, like, you know, have a passable, like... Hello, how are you? Conversation. Where is the swimming pool? I literally just went donde esta la, la piscina. That is Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> donde esta la biblioteca? <laughs> oh, to be fair, I did Spanish more than. Actually, no, I probably did French and Spanish for the, for the same amount of time. Except for I was seven when I was learning French, and that mm. meant it stuck less. Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, because. Right, this sounds awful. God rest her soul, my French teacher. The problem was is that my mum and dad really wanted us all to learn French. And none of us actually really wanted to learn French that much. <laughs> so we didn't like our French lessons. Um, we, were so, we were so lucky. We had this lovely family friend who would come over and teach us French. And she'd been a teacher for like years. And she was actually a very good French teacher. We were just all very ungrateful little children who didn't want to learn French. <laughs> Um, fun fact about her she um, uh, I don't know if any of you are familiar with the popular children's TV show from the time The Worst Witch Oh, um, based on the book she was a no? tutor yeah based on the book she was a tutor to the girls who were on the set of The Worst Witch oh, that's pretty cool um, actually which means that I have somewhere um, like in like in a box somewhere as part of a thing because we wrote to the cast members of it um and she passed on our letters to them because we were obsessed with the worst the worst witch um which uh means that i have somewhere about in my thing i have um felicity jones's signature wait was that was felicity jones felicity jones was the horrible girl in the worst witch oh Uh i did not know that she was in anything prior to yeah, and she so, um, she wrote to me and my sisters, um, which was very cute, and they all, like, signed, like, it was really cute. They each did this, like, bubble cloud with all of their signatures on it, and they all wrote on it in, like, silver and gold sparkly gel pen. Sweet, 
and like were Very like good. hi glad you like the show and stuff like that and it was just like really cute oh, they wouldn't have been much like it was just you, a right? genuinely lovely thing they would have been no i mean we were seven or eight and i think they were teens? maybe teenagers maybe 12 actually let me check how old is felicity jones okay so like... felicity jones is 38 oh, is she i thought she'd be like early 30s yeah so she's she's 14 wow, years okay old so she'd have been like maths she'd be like 20 years old, old. <laughs> Yeah, well, she can't have been she twenty when the show? worst witch was up. Maybe you were watching me right and one told you. Maybe Felicity Jones yeah. has a secret portrait. Maybe Felicity Jones does have a secret portrait. <laughs> no, she does not look thirty-eight. Not that I mean, you know, beauty standards. Who knows what thirty-eight is supposed to look like anymore? Mm. Certainly not Dorian Gray. He has no idea. That man is about thirty-eight, is he not? He's over thirty-eight. Yes. He was thirty-eight oh, a couple chapters ago. That's true. He's now thirty-eight in two days, or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I am very confused because it's wait. <clears throat> they tricked you with their bubble very pens. Confused. That's what they did. No. <laughs> okay. They worst witched you. They bewitched they you. You've been bewitched. No, 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 no. Actually, no. It must have been right because basically, I think it was filming in like the two thousands, and that would make sense. Right. It was just when you uh, Google it, it comes up as nineteen ninety eight TV series, and I was like, I was two. That can't have been right. <laughs> like. Still, Felicity Jones would have been older than expected if she was... Maybe it was... Oh, wait. Oh, maybe it wasn't her. Maybe it was... <laughs> I think it is her, though. I'm trying... There is a... Maybe it was called something else. Word of the Either wise way. End. No, it was the worst witch, and I know this because they specifically wrote to me and said that they flew on their broomsticks, but it might have been the the latest seasons where it's not Millicent anymore. It's her. Fr- it's her cousin. Okay, okay. Question We're getting mark? deep into the worst witch law now. I know. I was obsessed with the worst witch, like the books and the TV show as a kid. I think I just read the the first book. I don't remember it very well. There's another TV series apparently, um, 2017 onwards. Oh yeah, I didn't. Wa- that wasn't the one that I watched. Obviously, <laughs> no. <laughs> Which uh, looks very low budget, but it is what it is, and obviously very inspired by Harry Potter. <laughs> No, I've not. No, not to be, not to be that person, but I don't think it's good anymore. The, the original, <laughs> thing is like it, it wouldn't hold up. You mean? Or... No, I don't think it would hold up anymore. That's a shame. Rip. But Rip. Uh, it looks like the the main witch, uh, Mildred Hubble, is played by the person who is <laughs> Lyanna Mormont in Game of Thrones. Oh, ah, which is that's fun. Anyway, that that was a nice little aside where we look things up on imdb for a bit which is half of our content yeah. on this show uh, anyway <laughs> we like to find things out it's i true. definitely got so anyway but either way the we'll find it later which wrote to me and it made my day and it was great maybe i was a lot younger when i was three actually no i must <laughs> so i was still allergic to eggs at this point which so means i was it. younger than nine uh, now we're getting very into pre-egg period or p.e <laughs> There was, look, I, there is a, something that happens to you when you're not allowed to eat a mini roll before the age of, like, nine, I okay? I mini egg. I was like, you know mini eggs don't have eggs in right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Graham, I did The margarita is like, working. knowledge of which children's snacks do and don't contain eggs Your and nuts. Your mum's like, oh no, you can't eat cream eggs, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> no hyperactive That's children. That's very funny. <laughs> There were multiple things. Oh, to be fair, my mum blessed her. It was like after we did like the allergy thing. Um, I mean, 
No, my brother got to go for like a full allergy panel at the hospital. They just fell into some scrambled egg and had the phone in their hand to like call an ambulance. <laughs> if they die, they too. die. <laughs> it's like, well, the boy can live, but the... <laughs> the favourite child may survive. <laughs> the other three. I think Dorian Gray would be allergic to eggs. <laughs> That's no, my toxic He's... trait. That's my toxic trait. I believe he would be. He would have some weird allergy. No, because he must eat meringue. I, I see him eating so many oh, macarons. Oh, maybe, yeah. And then throwing up and having to go to the hospital because he's deathly <laughs> but allergic. But they didn't have EpiPen. Right, the problem is, is back in those days, I'm pretty sure if you just had an egg or nut allergy, you just died. Probably, yeah, but yeah. the portrait would die, wouldn't it, Lev? Oh my god, the portrait's just like swollen so bad. That's the main reason he wants to keep it's it. It's like so shiny. He's gonna have so many morale. Because he just keeps eating macarons. He's like, I'm untouchable now. <laughs> like he goes up to the he goes up to the portrait, the portrait's just wheezing, it's, it's like, like please do it. stop doing <laughs> this. He's like can't drinking hear you over all this meringue. He's drinking, he's drinking so many pink lady cocktails with the and egg like, whites in like sours and like everything can I, can I make a stand on this actually i don't like egg white in cocktails i think it's nasty don't do that make... i think in concept it's yeah. horrid but i feel like every cocktail i've tried that has egg whites in it's actually quite delicious and then i think about it having egg whites in and some you know massive well pudding. that's the that's the cardinal sin as as thinking. lord henry would thinking say thinking I am not supposed to eat like any raw eggs, right? Because there's a teeny tiny infinitesimal chance that it could make me have an allergic reaction, basically. And we kind of think this because if I ever handle raw eggs, which I do a lot because I like baking and making meringue, right? Um, it makes my skin really itchy. Okay, yeah, that's which tracks. is not great. Yeah. Um, so. I can't, I don't drink egg white cocktails because if I'm going to drink one, I'm then going to have an anxiety for like half an hour. Will I die now? Like, <laughs> And also the allergic reaction would be like on the inside of your body, which is horrible. Yeah, yeah. also like I don't have like, obviously I don't have an EpiPen because I'm not like, I don't yeah. have a severe allergy. Like I've not had like an allergy panel or anything. Some of these um, things though, you just, you kind of live with it. Like I'm very allergic to cats and yet oh, same. here we are. <laughs> If I see a cat, I'm gonna become friends with it. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, there. I don't yeah. think I have any allergies. Actually. Really? Really? I think I, I s- can't think of one. Wow. I'm allergic the to smell. Cats. The smell of peanuts makes me hurl, but like that's just the smell. I think that's just the thing. I <laughs> yeah, just... I don't think I'm allergic. Okay. I'm just no. Sensitive. I think like Alish. <laughs> I think you're just autistic. Like, I think that's just what that is. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's many a thing. Many a thing going up in my noggin. <laughs> I am very allergic to cats and mildly allergic to dogs. Yeah. I used to be allergic to wool when I was a kid. Oh, that's annoying. No wool? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, there was one time when we went away and... Um, after the first night there, I was wheezing really mm. badly, and my mum was worried because, like, I don't have like the most strong chest in the world. So my mum was really worried because she was like, "I can't work out what's wrong with my child." And then they stripped the beds completely, and they found out that they put like a wool blanket in between the sheet and the mattress, and it, it's supposed to keep you, and it does keep you very warm. But it meant that I like itchy. had an allergic reaction outside of the allergy. Like, even if you weren't allergic, would that not be itchy? You put a sheet um, over No, because it. it goes, like, sheet, blanket, mattress. I still feel like it would poke through the sheet. Maybe not. I suppose the sheet's quite Anyway, close. it was one of those ones where it's, like, a... I don't know if it's, like, an old wives' tale, but it's, like, an old thing where, like, if you put a blanket 
underneath the sheet between the mattress it's better than having one on top of you it's probably warmer because it's yeah. gonna like have a like a wetsuit where like that layer is gonna heat up <laughs> like yeah that layer, uh, be you know like a wetsuit <laughs> yeah like a wetsuit wet like wet it heats up yeah. the water that's held in the neoprene Mm. Yeah. Well Wait, this reminds me of the best phrase that I've read in this chapter ever. Yeah, well, okay, I don't know why this reminds on. me, but at one point, that um, very nice lady, which I've immediately forgotten the name of, says, And Nova. thrown my bonnet right over the mills for your sake. What does that yes. mean? <laughs> it's no, so good. Know. It's so good. I think, it means, I think it's the fancy high class Victorian equivalent of if I was younger, I'd hit that. Well, yes, really? obviously that's the that's that's the what she's implying. That's, that's but the like, intent, right? I'd throw my yeah. bonnet at that. <laughs> Maybe it's like, <laughs> like, like, oh, I found it on out, idioms.com. Outdoor intercourse, like you know, it's oh, if I saw you by the windmill, so no, no, no. So um, take off my bonnet. I've, I've looked it up on idioms.com, and okay. to throw one's bonnet over the windmill is to act <laughs> to in a deranged, reckless, or unconventional manner. It refers to the eponymous character of the novel Don Quixote who tosses his hat over a windmill which he imagines as a giant as a challenge to it he does kill Sarah is always says. trying to book social conventions yeah. throwing her bonnet over the windmill whenever possible I, you, <laughs> I know you like to take risks in business but don't throw your bonnet over the windmill I'm gonna no use that. Ever said, but I'm bringing it back Drip, trip fever it's the best now. Oh, it's I genuinely thought she was just bonnet over saying, the windmill, I'd hit that one's cap over the windmill flings <laughs> one's hat over the windmill I'm, I, or, I like, oh I like my god, bonnet. also, see also, fly one's freak flag. Fleek, <laughs> sorry, fly one's freak flag. I feel like that might be a slightly Let more your modern freak flag adaptation. <laughs> also, long. Oh, Shrek so the long musical time, everybody. Wait, what? Have you not heard the song from Shrek the musical? My love, I have not seen Shrek the musical. Oh my god, it's the best musical ever. Just let me put that. Brian, <laughs> Brian Darcy James as Shrek. Sutton Foster as Fiona. It's so good. It shouldn't um, be. It has no song, right to be good. There's a song called um, Freak Flag where it's like, let your freak flag wave. Um, there is a tea slur for no unnecessary reason, but the recent productions I've seen, they've gotten rid of it. it the, the wolf. wolf. Yeah. Nasty man. Yeah, yeah. nasty man. Um, they also act like he's singing and then it's like a roll call of all the fairy tale creatures. And one little creature just goes, sugar pom fairy. And I'm like, you were calling the wolf a slur. Sorry. So you can't do that. <laughs> I know he was just calling for the sugar plum fairy, but it's directly after the wolf. And I think, hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway freak flag good song everyone go listen i think our challenge for the next two weeks is to pepper the phrase throw your bonnet over the windmill into a conversation we'll reconvene and forget to have issued that challenge. oh i love uh, that i'll be at work i think like, oh, all the listeners should also don't throw your bonnet over that windmill oh no <laughs> don't go throwing your bonnet over a windmill are you sure about that i wouldn't throw my bonnet over that windmill stick oh. to the fences and oh, no, no. stick to the to. status quo no <laughs> barbara's really pissed me off this morning <laughs> i'm going to send a nasty email oh no 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 don't throw your bonnet over don't the windmill don't go throw your cap over the windmill <laughs> no. right guys not to throw my cap over the windmill but but, oh. <laughs> but i'm thinking for pudding i'm thinking about flying my trifle. freak flag yeah <gasps> 
Not to throw my cap over the windmill. Uh, but I think about advocating. Trifle is. <laughs> Me always. I love Shrek the Musical. I think having trifle as dessert is throwing your bonnet over the windmill, it's, to it's be honest. To be That's also with. a toxic trait. Um, certainly not to be trifled. Having <laughs> dessert is throwing your cap over the windmill. Ailey, no, 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 fight. no. I didn't say that. I said having trifle as dessert because it's oh, got that nasty I, My sponge. brain deleted trifle from the <laughs> I don't like trifle. As trifle. does mine. Right, so I mean, not nasty. to be a trifle slanderer. No, go off. But mm. I, I don't We're like it. We're all on board it. here. I Why do the they put no sponge in it? The spon- No, right, the fact that you cover the sponges with jelly and they soak yeah. up and go into that nasty texture yeah. is absolutely Grim. vile. It is a Grim. plague on this society. Oh, I am so it's glad. I love, I love cheap trifles because they don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I also... Also, right, I just... You know what? Also, I don't like. I think Eaton Mess is no stupid and because it's no, just wrong. a pavlova that someone right. An Eaton Mess is just a pavlova that someone dropped on the floor and went, we can feed it to them fancy boys anyway. They won't. <laughs> I mean, they won't I think you're Liv, it's just we're a pavlova fight. that got dropped. You're, you're probably correct. Liv, we're gonna fight. An Eaton Mess is delicious. Okay. Okay, I'm not saying it's not delicious, but like I think we do need to accept the fact that it's just a pavlova that someone like effed up so right, incredibly right, right. badly. Liv, you have one minute to argue against Eaton Mess. Go. It doesn't have to be a minute. Okay. Um. So first of all, let's right. Let's not beat around the bush. Most Eaton Mess that you order in a restaurant or get at a wedding, it is not proper okay. meringue. It is that nasty powdery stuff that you buy, and I don't even know how they make it, but it manages to taste like chalk and look powder. like chalk, and it's disgusting. Shush. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> also, it is just like I think Eaton Mess at its roots were like, oh, it's such a great British invention. It's not. It's a pavlova that someone dropped on the floor. We just need to accept it. Someone scraped a pavlova off the floor, put it in a fancy little cup, and then went to those boys at Eaton was like, here, darling, what? And they were like, ha ha, what's this? A mess. And they were like, an Eaton Mess. And they were like, oh, we will eat it because we do think we're better than everyone else. Let's smack our school's name on it. Ta da! And that's why I think okay, it's bad. You. Just eat a pavlova. Alice, you have one minute to defend Eaton Mess. Go. Okay, firstly, to just repeat your claim, that powdery dried meringue, delicious, crunchy, goes chewy in your mouth. Um, also, sweet cream and berries. All very good. You get... <laughs> you get more cream. <laughs> you get more cream and more berries ratio to your meringue. I don't want to focus Not on the meringue. Not if I'm making the pavlova. Sorry that you've had okay. that pavlova. Well, live. Don't interrupt the minute. Don't interrupt Liv, the minute. It's not about... <laughs> Redact. Sake. Oh, it's going so well. <laughs> God damn it. Graham interrupted my minute. Yeah. <laughs> right, carry on. Oh, oh, do I have it more what, time? I thought, <laughs> I thought... Oh, um, anyway. Um, more berries. Um, more mm-hmm. easily eaten... Like, why you mm. put pavlova on a plate? Um, I don't want that. Um, also, the benefit <laughs> of a long spoon. <laughs> I oh. raise you, long spoon. Is that, like, before or after mm. eating that? You know what? Both. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Ailish? You have won me over ah. just with the use of long spoon and fancy before I do last. like a long spoon. But also, were I to serve you pavlova, I would serve it to you in a fancy little glass with a long spoon. Well, then it's neat to oh, no. Oh, oh, no, it's no. not, because it's a slice in the thing. Also, I will say... <laughs> You've just put a wedge of meringue in a glass! 
<laughs> yeah, it's <that's laughs> like drawing a treatment for ankles. Also, my favorite thing to make at this time of year is I make Christmas tree pavlova, and it's the pavlova in the shape of a Christmas tree. And you oh, do I do like meringue, that. So you pipe like baubles onto it, and then you cover it with like festive fruit and cream. I will be making my way to your house for Christmas, in fact, No, actually. please do, because I, I get so excited at Christmas and I want to make so many desserts and then we are eating dessert for too long. Listeners, we're all so invited around so to live so. <laughs> I just, I love Christmas, but I think I love, like, Christmas puddings the most. Mm. Like, you don't like Christmas puddings. You know, you've itself. got the orange flavours, you've got the cinnamon, you've got gingerbread... Mm. That slaps. I love red currants as well. I know they're really tart, but if you like, if you mix them with other stuff, it's just oh, it's delicious. And blackberries. Oh, yum. blackberries are the best thing to ever happen to Lord. Well, you know, I won't abide by fruit cake. Fruit cake can go to hell. Now, <laughs> do you know what's delicious, Mister Kipling? What? Christmas cake slices. Oh, I bet they are. I really like Viennese so Whirls good. this time of year. They just feel oh, Christmassy with a plum jam. Oh, yeah. Delicious. I think the alcohol is hitting us all. Maybe. I think it is. I think we should talk a bit about Dory Gray. Oh my god, you guys. If each of the Dory Gray characters were a dessert, what would they be? So Henry's an eating mess. Well, Henry's an eating mess, obviously. Henry is an eating mess. I think that Basil is a baklava. You know, simple, sweet, delicious. So I see your baklava... And I raise mm-hmm. you, um, Olenstein do a dessert called um, a social, which is like a mm. marzipan plated loaf Ooh. thing. Well, that's, like that's, that's what I think basil is. I could be convinced. That, yes. They do them in I cinnamon could... and chocolate and it's delicious. Everyone get down to Olenstein. I'm a Heather's stan, sorry. I do love marzipan. <laughs> that sounds very good. Yum, yum, yum. Anything with marzipan in. I, I hate Marzipan. Dorian is a Milfoy. Oh. Oh, Dorian is a Milfoy. You're right. Because it's tricky But what flavour? Uh, like a strawberry and cream Milfoy. Delicious champ- berries and cream. With, but specifically with champagne strawberry jam. Mmm. Yeah. He's got to be fancy. Mmm. Very good. Yeah, I see that. I like that. What about um, our mm. new favourite character, Lady Darbra? Oh, she's just a bowl of brandy butter. <laughs> it's just brandy and a bit of butter <laughs> floating on top. <laughs> and it's a straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you like some butter with that brandy? No, I would not. <laughs> I love brandy butter. Oh, so Very good. good. Brandy butter melting on top of a Christmas pudding that is on fire. That's what I want. Mm, no, thank you. Christmas pudding I'm is... so hungry. <laughs> I know, I'm really hungry now. Why did we do this? I do this every week. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening back to our last episode and thinking about that Italian hot chocolate. Oh, that I Italian wanted. hot chocolate. Oh. Oh. Italian hot chocolate. I do, wow. I do also, going back to the book, want to raise mm-hmm. the fact that Dorian has little secret drawers in his couch. Yes. <laughs> and for why? They're not big enough for a portrait. Fun. I would have them too, to be fair, if I could afford it. I'd have a secret room. It reminds me of those people who have D&D like, tables where oh, they have the secret, the little secret drawers. I love those. Mm. Or the ones... I love a secret drawer. With the extra like layers where you can put like a glass bit and a map underneath so you can go doop 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 on top. I want one of those. 
But yeah, secret drawers, back on topic. Excellent. What what would you put in your secret drawer? I love secret drawers. a secret drawer. Oh, just... Stuff. All right, it's that secret. Okay. Redacted. Redacted materials. No, not redacted materials. Honestly, it's just because... Oh, redacted materials is my answer. Oh, okay. Because basically, if you put me near a drawer, I will invariably fill it with just stuff and nonsense. Correct. Tiny things from Tiger. Yes. Good. Mm. Absolutely. We are not sponsored by Tiger, but we could be and we should be. <laughs> we could Tiger us up. <laughs> Hit us up. Give us a free, I don't know, something in Danish. The Danish. And we'll then we will hide it's... all your products in our secret drawer. Yeah. It's Copenhagen. Yeah, so it's Danish. Danish. Nice. Yes. We will hide all those weird little products. Never to be seen again. The head massager in the drawer. In the drawer. <laughs> The There's whole rainbow, rainbow section in the in drawer. The drawer. <gasps> I still Excavation have kit in the drawer. Yes. Yes. Snuggly friend in the drawer. In the drawer. <laughs> and then we'll go to Ikea to get the drawer. In the drawer. Yeah, the drawer will be from Ikea. <laughs> did Dorian tell us what was in the secret drawer? Did he get anything out of it? Or did he just... Crimes, I think. I think he was a thinking Chinese about what was in it. box. Oh, so it's like a puzzle box. Mm. No, it was just I'm a very trying to, sorry, box, yeah. I think. Um, he did pull something oh, out of it. It says, it was a small Chinese box of black and gold dust lacquer. Yeah. It doesn't say what's in it. I like a sort of little box in a drawer. I have one with all my sort of old posters. He literally just gets, he just gets a box out. He literally out. just gets the box out and put it, put it, puts it back. Now, if, if I trusted Oscar <laughs> Wilde, I think he'd be laying groundwork for a future chapter, but I don't think he's doing that because he never seems to think about what he's doing. <laughs> no. He just does chapters that he thinks are fun. They don't link together very well. So I'd love to say this was a setup. Can but... I go on. Speaking of symbolism and that, I think it's very interesting that Dorian Gray walks out of the house wearing a large buttonhole of palm of violets. Mm, it is very interesting. Because wearing a sprig of violet used to be a sign that you were gay back in the is day. Is that after this though or is that before this? Oh shoot, if it's because of this that Nice self censoring. Be... <laughs> I like that. Yeah, well. I feel like we've got to we've got to we've got to look this up now. Um, I did highlight the Palmer violets not because I was like ooh symbolism because I was hungry and Palmer violets. Mm. <laughs> I love Palmer violets. They're so. Tasty. So I think I have a candle that smells like Palmer yeah. violets and it's so good. Very good. Apparently, uh, violets worn as an ornament goes back to Sappho, so way before Oscar Wilde. Ah. Uh, this is just me reading the sort of the, the first two lines you get when you. Google stuff, so don't know the full details, um, mm. but that's good. So yeah, it's probably an intentional thing then. Little coded reference for everybody. I love this. For the kids at home. It's not very incognito of Dorian, is it? <laughs> I'm wearing <laughs> the flamboyant gay flower. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! I'm incognito, wearing the gay flower. <laughs> like Henry is. Like, oh, Dorian, you seem a little bit het up this evening. And he's like, what do I know? You're het up. I didn't murder anyone. Ah!" I've never done a murder in my life. He is incapable of being subtle. (laughs) I was at the club. No, I wasn't. I wasn't at the club at all. I was was, walking over. Maybe I was at the club. Which club? And he's like, you wouldn't know it. Leave me alone. (laughs) I didn't mean what I said. I love him so much. 
also love how like the first whole paragraph is like he looks a little bit nervous but like no one would guess that he's done a murder because he's so hot and then here's lord henry kicking down that door and being like hello dorian what did he do was it a murder oh Henry doesn't suspect him of anything, surely. No, he doesn't. I don't think he cares. But I think it's very funny that Dorian's like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. suspicious." And like, I am suspicious. suspicious. You are suspicious. I feel like... Like, (laughs) I'm not suspicious. You are suspicious. If Henry cared enough, (laughs) I really think he he could have actually put it together by now. Like, if he actually thought about anyone else ever, he probably could have worked it out. Oh, yeah, if he cared. Like, he's just never given a thought to anyone at all. He's got the information. Well, I mean, I suppose you wouldn't immediately jump to Cursed Portrait, but you probably think something was up, right? <laughs> it's not my first port of call. Like, oh, must be a haunted portrait in that guy's house. Dorian attitude. is literally like, I went to the club. No, I didn't. I walked about. I don't remember what I did. Why are you asking? Anyway, you can check with my servant yes. if you want corroborative are... evidence. And Henry's like, what an <laughs> odd thing to say, you It's the fact man. that he says corroborative <laughs> evidence. Here is like, not corroborative evidence. If you need my alibi, you can find it here, Mr. Police Officer, sir. Too planned. Too obvious. And then he's like, okay, bye, Dorian. I'll see you tomorrow at tea. The Duchess is coming. And then he uh, goes to an opium den. We don't know. I'm We're going to sure. find out. We don't know. Okay, it's either an opium den or, or a, a gay club. Oh, fun. <laughs> because, like, this guy's like, that's too far for me. And he's like, here's two sovereigns. How take much me to take me to the, the gay bar? And he's like, well, there you go then. <laughs> Funny. He's just in the cab, blasting electric sticks out the window. <laughs> I do like yeah. that it ends with him going towards the river, and my brain just went, he's going for a swim! <laughs> Not in there. He's going for a swim. Oh, horrible, actually. Not a place to swim. <laughs> just a bit. Just a little a bit, bit of a, a little, dip, little dip in the Thames. A little dip dip. So yeah. <laughs> dip in the Thames. Finding Dorian a wife. I think it's my favourite setup we got out of this chapter. No, I don't think Dorian should find a wife. I don't think he should, but it will be fun. (laughs) It would be funny. It would be, but still. He tried and then she died. (laughs) Sorry, that's not funny. He didn't try very hard, though, did he, in fairness? (laughs) Well, he did. No, he did, because he proposed. Yeah, but then he how much harder like, do you want to try, Graham? How much yes. harder do you have to try to get a wife? Well, I feel like uh, actually getting married is probably the actual step after proposing. So I feel like that much harder. Thanks at for least. the heads up. Um, <laughs> at least I'll know for the future. <laughs> is there something you'd like to tell us? Are you getting married? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no. No, that's a I haven't even. No. We should have a little dinner party with uh, some mysterious old posh lady as well to find you a wife, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I would like to have a, dis- a dinner party with a mysterious posh lady. She'll be like, that would be so I'm throwing fun. my hat over the windmill to find you a wife. And you'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wife me up. As opposed to Dorian, who is like, no. No wife for me. <laughs> No, I'm good. No wife for me. I'm a wife-free zone. (laughs) He's every stand-up comedian ever. I hate my wife. What's the deal with my wife? (laughs) He's he's the he's new John Mulaney. Current era John Mulaney. (gasps) Oh no! no. If all the characters were John Mulaney bits, what would they be? That is the question. (laughs) Get down of the. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like this requires more <laughs> To Basil! To Basil! When he's stabbing Basil, get down on the ground! You get never adapted! Get down on the ground! <laughs> Simple is just that I'm very small and, and I very have no young, money. and I have no money. You can understand the amount of stress I'm under. Uh, like, uh, no, sorry, Henry is. Henry. You have the moral backbone of a chocolate declare. Declare. <laughs> also, the bit in Sack Lunch Bunch where he's like, "No kids, absolutely none of them. I hate them." <laughs> like. I don't know which. I don't even know what bit Dorian is. Maybe just the bit where he is just a dead Victorian child. <laughs> <laughs> or the bit where he's like, "I am, I'm driving. I'm not going to hit anything. I'm looking through the windshield, but no, I'm not watching the road. I'm thinking about and then just insert anything here." That's Dorian's life. I'm thinking about collecting some weird pieces of curios that I will talk for about a chapter yep, yep, yep. about. Yeah, nice. We did it. We completed it. Yep, there we go. Well, there we go. For us, we've done. I think we, we've two separate. We've tags. done two bits, two whole bits. We have. We've talked about the chapter. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to bring up from the chapter? I have written in my notes. Um, Dorian, life is a great disappointment, Gray. And yeah, <laughs> I love that. Dorian's getting like a little menti. Please don't. Dorian's having like a. <laughs> You know, I really want to now, and I wasn't even going to say it, but <laughs> you said it. You I said really, really it. want to. So, Dorian's having a little bit of a Menti H time. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, a Menti H. H? <laughs> yeah, he's not quite like a Menti B, uh, but he's having a Menti H time. Uh, I'm confused what is going on. The context Right, is. so I currently am trying to have... Make Graham have a stress-induced aneurysm <laughs> by saying the phrase "menti b" around Which him. I hate. When what I mean mental mean? breakdown. I hate it. Oh, okay. So when I say menti age, I mean he's having a mental health. Mental health. Time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just like menti it. B. I don't like it. I also, I mean, he dislikes it immensely. I'm anyway, now at the phase. So he's having a menti age in my life where I think the phrase "mental health" gets to me, which is weird. I think just because it's such a buzzword oh, now, great. like if I see someone on TV say the word mental health, I know some some crap is going to come out of their mouth. I censored myself there. Yeah, some true. stuff. Some bull stuff. Some things. Bolt redacted. But to be fair, I think, but I think basically Dorian is running into the issue that I always have with like, you know, and people are like, oh, this vampire lived forever yeah. kind of thing. I think at some point, if you're immortal and you look good forever, at some point you will just I've get bored. I've looked good for all my life so far. It's not been a problem. Like, like you know, that's not true. <laughs> I was, I was a funny looking kid. In the same way that, like, <laughs> like it's the same issues that I have with the Cullens yeah. in Twilight. Well, they can go to like, high school. I can't than them. imagine anything more mind-numbingly boring than just doing the same like four to six years of going to high school and going to college and then going to high school and then going to college like, over and imagine over doing and over your GCSEs forever. Forever, <laughs> like that sounds like no, hell you. to me. Like, why would you not just go to college all yeah. the time? Why would you go, you go to, to high colleges. school anyway? But I think that's the thing is that like if you were frozen mm. in that state in the same way that Dorian is and the same way that Cullens are in Twilight, 
like you will just inevitably get bored and then get nihilistic and depressed because like yeah actually there is no point in anything you're not growing or maturing as a person Mm. you are frozen in time and you can have all the precious things in the world you can have infinite money and like power and like girls or boys or whatever you want but it doesn't actually mean anything because you're not like forming like legitimate connections with people because Dorian doesn't. The only legitimate connection he even had was with Basil yeah, and then he I killed agree. him. So he's he's thrown he's like, I just, thrown away that part of his life, like quite I, busy like, by I, killing Basil, right? Like he's yeah, not got that anymore. Yeah, it's also why I don't understand anything where it's like, I want to be immortal. I'm like, why? There's no point in being immortal. You'll just get to a point where all your old friends are dead mm. and then you'll be like, oh, great, I'm still here. Jeez. Yeah. To be fair, most of the people that want to be immortal don't have friends. <laughs> That's I think you're true. right. It's like I watched um, me and Meg, other co-hosts. Co-co, co-co um, host. We live together and we watched Death's Death Becomes Her the other day. Now, spoiler warning, warning for the end of Death Becomes Her if you're not... If yeah. you, it came out in like the 90s, so... Um, let's give ahead like 15, 30 seconds. So basically, Death Becomes Her, the point is, is that these two women take this potion and they're going to be young and beautiful forever, but their body stays in the exact same condition, like forever. So you have to, like anything that happens to them, like it's also permanent. So they have to like take care of their bodies and basically both of them right. die. That's a fun One of them breaks her neck falling down the stairs and the other one gets shot through the stomach, but they both survive because oh, they're no. immortal now. And then, like, the comedy of the rest of it is that they're slowly, like, breaking down and gluing themselves back together and things like that. And then at the very end, they both trip and fall down, like, a set of stairs and, like, they shatter into, like, a million pieces because they're not, like, really humans anymore. And I can't imagine anything more cosmically horrifying than that. Like, I just keep thinking about it. Like, being just a head for the rest of your life I oh. would hate that. Oh, it does not bear. You'd be like those guys about. in Futurama, but less funny. Yeah, but that that also scares me. Like yeah, I can't I, think I about things it. like that for too long because I just keep. They're like thinking an agency. I think would be horrible. Awful it would be. Like I don't. I like being a human. I like. like I like eating food mm. for one thing. Food is and so just, very oh. good. You'd still be able to taste food as a oh. head. You just it would just fall out again. You know. I don't like that. I just, I just also, I just don't want to be immortal. Like, no. I don't want to die anytime soon. But being immortal, I find it reassuring. It just does not appeal to me to have that, you know, at all. there's an end somewhere. That's nice to me. I know we have differing opinions on what that end is. Liv, I think we've spoken about this before, and that's also fine. But it, the idea that you know you move on in some way, I think it's good. Um, and yeah, I don't want to be doing this forever. Not, not podcasting specifically. That this is fine. I mean. <laughs> This is alright. This is fine. You guys are okay. (laughs) Welcome listeners, we hate this. (laughs) This is hell. I mean, I'm willing to hear anyone else's thoughts on pro-immortality. I'm just, personally, it's not for me. I mean... No, I think it's tedious. I would like a couple hundred more years, but not immortality. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah, being like a vampire. Like, aesthetically, being a vampire does appeal to me. Of course it does. <laughs> Are we surprised? Also, again, aesthetically, being a werewolf also appeals to me too. I'll take any supernatural creatures. I definitely tend towards, like, in my general presentation, towards a fey creature. But um, mm. that's just because of my natural little features that I have going on. Yeah, um, I like those natural features. They're very good. 
you have Thank big fey energy and i like um, it um i do while we were on holiday together i put in a pair of colored contact lenses and it did really freak out katie the other other, other <laughs> co-host how many others are <laughs> <in>? <laughs> I've been keeping yeah. score. No, Don't worry. Right. It's, yes. right. it's technically correct. Yeah, I've, I'm just happy I managed to back myself other. You got in there. You, yeah. In there at the, the early doors. Very good. Early doors, early whores. Oh, sh- I think we can say that. I, mean, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You said it in terms <laughs> of the, you know, the critical theory. I have no yeah. idea whether what you just said is appropriate or not. Because I don't know what you mean. <laughs> And I'm fine with that. I don't know. I don't know what I, I mean know. either. I don't know. What's that phrase, Elish? Yeah. What? Um, um, no, I just said early doors, early doors. Does it imply that... I don't know. What does it imply? <laughs> if you get in... Well, you know. If you get in early. to me as a theatre term, so I would assume that you're saying that if you're a sex worker, you get to the theatre early. Oh. <laughs> you want good yeah. seats. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> early doors for early horse. <laughs> I think I, that's a good title. No, wait, we can't, that can't be our title. That's too inappropriate. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't do uh, that. We'll get banned. Oh, no. We would get mad clicks, though. I think you should say early doors, early dot, dot, dot. Okay, all right. Yeah, bury the leaves. You've got to listen to 50 Click minutes me. of content to find out what's early. Plot twist. Oh, oh no, we've been recording for 50 minutes. Yeah. Plot twist. Big up to right. sex workers. You guys yeah. have my heart. I wish you had more rights. Right. You should have more Kisses. rights. You, oh, mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. We're not going to get into it because otherwise we'll yeah, be here for another Let's wrap this one up and minutes, get that in for but... next time. Um... Well, I have something to say before we wrap up. Go on. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. It is, it's not about Dorian. It's about our lovely listeners. Oh, yes. One lovely listener. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to say, if I say their name, it's because it's their name on Twitter. I'm not like. Don't dox our it. listeners. So, right, big shout out to Savage Bitch Thoughts. Nice. <laughs> redacted. Savage Redacted Thoughts. Um, because they are so sweet. Um, they DM'd me on Twitter um, and with a really sweet message saying they love the podcast. They then added us during the week being like, when's the next book club episode? It's here, my love. You're it's listening here. to Don't it. Don't even worry about it. There you go. Hello, um, my darling. Hello. It's us, your friend. So sweet. <laughs> like, what the heck? We loved it. Thank you. I just think it's really cute. Thanks for it actually out. made me like really emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it was just, you rock. Thank you, Savage Bitch Thoughts. It is always good to know that <laughs> redacted. people enjoy redacted. our many redacted conversations. Because <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about half the time. So, love. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much. You're lovely. Thank you for being such a big fan of the show. And thank you for saying such lovely things yeah. about the show also. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. And it was worth the wait. Uh if you also want to get in touch with us, you can was. find us at StoryBrookPod on Twitter. I almost said Twitter.com for a second, as if people don't know what Twitter is. Uh, <laughs> Twitter.com. <laughs> millennial, millennial energy from me and Graham. We're old. Twitter.com. We are old. Uh, <laughs> We're so old. We're the two Help. old people in this podcast. I'm not. I'm. I'm lovely and young. I'm not that. You young. are lovely and young. You're one year younger. <laughs> Another phrase I don't know what one to do year. with today. <laughs> One. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Go throw your bonnets yeah. over the windmill. Go throw your hat at a wind turbine. 
Yeah, go through your bonnet over a windmill. See you soon. (laughs) Bye. That'll do.